millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. You're welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheen with you until 5 o'clock. Now, after a quiet pre-season so far, Dundalk snapped up four players this week with Hayden Muller, Cameron Elliott, Louis Annesley and Conor Malley all joining the Lilyhwites in the last few days. So how is Stephen O'Donnell's squad taking shape ahead of the new season? I spoke to James Rogers earlier on to find out. All right, James. So Stephen O'Donnell had been preaching patience, I suppose, last week to the Dundalk fans. There hadn't been a huge amount of activity in the transfer market, but he was uh, assuring the supporters that plenty was going on in the background, as I'm sure you're probably well aware yourself. You're, you're close to these things generally. But four new signings in the space of a few days. So things are certainly ramping up. Hayden Muller comes in, a defender. Cameron Elliott, a striker. Louis honestly, or Louis honestly rather, um, a defender. And then Conor Malley, an attacking midfielder. So what are your thoughts on the on the players that have come in? I know it's uh, just been a couple of days since they've been announced, but I'm sure you've you've done your research and you're you're up to speed with these guys. What are your impressions of, of this bit of business that that have done this week? Yeah, look, it's 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 kind of hard to know at this juncture because um, look, we don't know a lot about these players. They haven't, um, I think, as a whole, played a lot of say senior adult matches that you'd get a you know a bit of an impression of them. There's an element of risk to I suppose any signing but I, look, I, I think we just need to sort of put the, the faith in the management in that you know if you go back two seasons ago at St. Patrick's Athletic no one had heard of Vitislav Yaros or Alfie Lewis and they turned into brilliant signings under Stephen O'Donnell I think last year this time of the year we didn't know who Nathan Shepard was he turned out, out to be our, our player of the season similarly with the likes of Lewis McCarry who you know had a great season coming in on loan from Stoke so the, these guys they're not you know I suppose maybe Going back to the Stephen Kenny era, we'd be signing players that you'd probably know from throughout the league, and you'd have a an impression, good, good, bad, or indifferent of them one way or the other. But with with these guys, I suppose it's a bit of a learning on the job, and and I think it'll be very interesting to see. I know the Docker playing Finn Harps on Friday night in their first sort of uh, open uh, preseason friendly in in Oriel Park, and I, I think there'll be a lot of fans there on the night, intrigued to see how these guys look in the early stages. In terms of the, aside from the actual individuals themselves, are these positions that you felt needed to be strengthened? I mean, he's, he's kind of spread it around there almost in, in each position on the field. He's brought a player in. So is are they the areas that you need, you, you think needed, uh, you know, a little bit of help? I suppose the obvious one for myself would be a little bit of help for Pat Huben up front and, and Cameron Elliott is obviously a striker. But are, are, broadly speaking, are you, are you kind of thinking that these are the areas that Stephen O'Donnell needed to strengthen in? Yeah, like look, I, I suppose a striker was an obvious one when when Dave McMillan was re- released at the end of last season. Um, they did struggle without Pat for goals. Uh, I know John Mar- John Martin's still on the books there, but he you know he he, he didn't 
he didn't really fit that number nine role when it was required of him. So there's an element of risk with, with Cameron Elliott. He's, he's, an, he's an intriguing one in that he's coming from the, the fifth tier in Scotland, which, you know, he's quite a good goal scoring record there. I think it was 15 goals and 21 league appearances for East Kilbride. But I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not a a level that we consistently see players arriving from. You know, I, I know that there's been probably comparisons with Gary Twig arriving all those years ago to Shamrock Rovers, but he was coming from, you know, even Scottish League One and League Two. Although Cameron has played at that level and, and for what it's worth, I know Dundalk played it behind closed door friendly on, on Friday against Shelburne and, and he, he notched one in that game. So maybe that's a, a good start. But yeah, I think I think a striker was definitely needed. Wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if there's another in that sort of area targeted. Um, and, and then when you go through the others, I think, you know, Hayden Muller, he's someone who, you know, probably best as a centre half, but can also play right back. So it gives you that sort of versatility that maybe a, a Sam Bone would have had last year. And similar with Louis Ainsley, who I, I suppose he's probably best known in his club career um, as as maybe a centre half, but has played like he's 35 caps for the Gibraltar national team. And most of them have been in a defensive midfield role. So that gives you a few options. And, and like that, um, if you're talking about straight, straight sort of swaps, Connor Connor Malley, you know, a, a creative sort of midfielder, um, probably fills that void that you know. Obviously, Joe Adams is a player who hasn't resigned this season, so probably fills that sort of role. So, yeah, it's probably all that's needed. I think fans would probably like to see a bit more um, defensive sort of uh, players in there because obviously Brian Gartland has retired and 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 Mark Connolly had left uh, midway through last season and. Lewis McCarry's obviously returned to, to, to Stoke on loan. So probably defensively and maybe in wide areas, uh, possibly another striker, I'd say, what's it, what the priority is now. Yeah, and Sam Bone gone as well. I saw his tweet during the weekend, obviously a player who was just there for one season, but you know did seem to make a good impression on the fans and, and was thanked for his contribution to the return to Europe. But when you look at the shape of the squad in total, and I, I know you were you were looking at the, the squads across the league during the week. Um, but in terms of the numbers that Dundalk have now and the bodies they have in, do you see any, first of all, do you think there'll be more? Do you think they need to bring in more players? Uh, how is the squad looking at this moment in time? And if they do need to, to bring in more, you mentioned stri- another striker maybe, but how do you think the squad is shaping up at this moment in time? Because the league is, is uh, starting. It's not, it's not that long away. It's a month or so before we get underway. Yeah, I think there's still a bit of work to be done. He's probably at about the, the 19 mark now in terms of numbers. Um, like if you look to last year, he would have used 25 players across the league. Um, so he went on record himself after Dundalk qualified for Europe that given the injury problems they had last year, given the hope to, you know, obviously the Europe this year to contend with and, and the additional games that brings about. Um, he did say himself that he, he'd like a bigger squad. So on that basis, he's a, he's at least... I suppose, six signings away from being maybe where he wanted to be last year. I, I do think they'll get there. Obviously, they're, they're still looking at certain players. Um, I think the loan market will come into play. We haven't we haven't had a loan signing yet, but I think that's something more to towards the end of January. I think players will naturally probably look at what their options are in the UK. But I think, you know, when that sort of window closes, it, it, it opens up possibilities to bring in players through that sort of market. And I, I, I'd be surprised if we didn't see one or two loan signings coming into Bolton as well. But I think everyone, um, you know, if you look at 
you know, Pats have a bit of work to do, Bowls have a bit of work to do, Drotten have a bit of work to do. There's a few obviously ahead in terms of numbers, in terms of like I think Derry and Rovers will add, but they're 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 more or less there in terms of their numbers and probably more so uh, teams like Sligo as well. I think I think it counted Sligo twenty seven on the on their books. So um yeah, Dundalk are probably a wee bit more behind where they where they'd want to be in terms of, you know, with with, with the game starting and stuff like that. But look, it it it's it's about what's available to you, I suppose, come 17th of February. And, and I'm sure Stephen O'Donnell will be confident of having a squad good enough to, to take on UCD on that night. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, yeah, and looking at looking ahead to the season itself, I mean, let's assume that they do a bit more business and they, they strengthen where they need to strengthen. Let's hope that happens. What are the ambitions this year? I spoke to Stephen O'Donnell, as you know, before Christmas, and he he was kind of mentioning that they needed to be be just be sensible in terms of trying to okay, you're trying to challenge Derry and and, and Shamrock Rovers. Clearly, the the resources that those two clubs have at the moment are are, are ahead of Dundalk and uh, and most of the other clubs in the division. And we know we know Dundalk were were asking and looking for for new investment in, during during the week as well. So, in terms of the the ambitions for the season, where do you think? Dundalk are at. Do you do you think a title challenge is realistic, or is are they still a year or so away from that? Yeah, I, listen. If it's available, obviously you'll never say no. I still think they're they're a bit shy in that. I think like with with these signings, I think some will probably sink and some will probably swim. Um, there, there's an element of risk that you know you have to take, and I, I think. When when Stephen O'Donnell spoke to you before Christmas, I think he admitted that himself that you you maybe have to take a, a bit of a gamble on certain players and see how they get on. I think you can kind of see that with with his first initial four signings. Um, you know, did they all have good attributes? But they're you know, I don't think they're with all due respect, I don't think they were massively in demand players. So they have a certain element of proving themselves to do as well. Um, I think 
look, a good year for Dundalk would be, I think, consolidating that European place. I think it does so much for you in terms of budgets, so much for you in terms of like attracting players to your club and 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 getting to a point where you can build and and form a squad that like I think look a lot of these players are signed on on what they've called multi-year deals. That it's effectively a nice way of saying a one-year deal, but we've an option to keep you for longer. Um, right. So, so the, there is them, you know, if, if some of these do take off, you're in a good position, as I suppose we've seen with Nathan Shepard last year would have been on a similar uh, situation. But, you know, to, 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 to keep building on that, you need to keep hold of your Nathan Shepherds. And, and that's probably going to be the next challenge now that the, I suppose keeping the that core, um, you know, to be, it's too early now. Obviously, a lot of players are under contract, but the you know the core that was there initially, some of them will have to at some point in twenty toward more towards the end of twenty three. Admittedly, have to sit down and weigh up their futures and 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 trying to keep them together. I think will be crucial in terms of building towards a title challenge eventually. And just as I as I touched on it there a moment ago, uh, obviously the, the talk around investment in the northeast for the last six months has been around Drogheda. But as I said there a few moments ago, Dundalk obviously looking to bring in some some extra funding and extra financing as well. Do you have any any line on on what the situation is there? Are there any are there any interested backers? Because you know we've seen the struggles that Drogheda have had in trying to get investment, but Dundalk with European football and everything else a far more lucrative option. Hey, we know what happened a couple of years ago with the with the investment they got from the US and maybe the club doesn't want to go down that road again. But what are you hearing in terms of the, the sort of investment they're looking for and if there's anybody interested? Well, yeah, like I suppose first and foremost, like it, it, it was a case of I, sometimes when people hear investment, there's panic buttons. I, I think that, look, the club is in a, a reasonable place in that it's, it's debt-free, which I think in the League of Ireland it should never be taken for granted. But, no. you know, it, it, there is a... It's very difficult to run a League of Ireland club. I think anyone will tell you that. I know you've had, uh, you know, the likes of Conor Hoey on in the past from Drogheda, speaking about the the challenges and 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 look, two thirds of the Dundalk's owners uh, are the guys from Statsport, Sean O'Connor and Alan Clark. They're they're running obviously a very, uh, very lucrative, very successful business, and that obviously takes up a lot of time. Similarly with Andy Conley, Fast Fix is you know is is his day to day and 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 look it's it's hard to to do everything i think with, when you're dealing with a club with Dundalk as well you're not just dealing with the the here and now there's always that you know the ground issue hanging over you the pitch issue hanging over you the you know the the the, the legacy concern shall we say so yeah they have they have been putting the feelers out i think they'd like to see investment come in but the reality is from like from what i'm hearing is it it has been certainly put out there to maybe English clubs, something similar to what Andy Pilly and Fleetwood would have done with Waterford. And, and, and on that basis, you'd have to say that Dundalk FC, in, in my opinion, is, is effectively for sale. I know the guys would like to stay involved, but equally, you have to be realistic. But they, these things, anyone coming in, I think is going to want a, a big say in things, certainly a, mm. a 51% stake at least, if not maybe 100 to, 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 to put that sort of money in. And as I, as I mentioned there, it's, it's it's not just a case of, you know, a football club that you're investing in and run it, there, there, there is these legacy concerns that, you know, eventually Oriel Park has to become, um, you know, a, a forefront topic of, you know, are we going to improve it? How are we going to improve it? Are we going to move elsewhere? Um, and, and that's maybe concerns that certain other clubs don't have. So um, it's, it's, it's a difficult prospect because in, in terms of weighing up what Dundalk FC is worth, obviously it is a wonderful history and legacy and all that in Irish football, 
but it's hard to monetize that. Like they, you know, they don't own their ground. They've, they've, they've little to no assets as such. So um, it, it'll be difficult. But um, I think it's certainly a, a tr- an attractive proposition in terms of its, you know, the big thing, you know, of Europe this year. The dock are going to be seeded. Like I, I, I made the point during the week, Derry City on paper might be the more prepared and better looking team, but I think they did did kill for Dundalk seeding in Europe because it gives you a real chance where you're seeded certainly for two rounds, potentially three rounds uh, and the monetary rewards that that can bring. Yeah, absolutely. Look at James, um, interesting times ahead for sure. I'm sure we'll catch up again before this is the season because there will undoubtedly probably be more um, signings coming in. So we'll keep a close eye on that. But thanks for the moment, James, for taking the call and running us through the latest at Dundalk. No problem, David. Thank you. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW plus free shipping on orders over $60.